I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Yesterday morning, the name Edward Snowden meant nothing to most of you. Today, the 29-year-old is at the center of a global firestorm. Snowden declared over the weekend that he is the one who leaked documents to the press that revealed top-secret government surveillance programs. He did so from Hong Kong, where he fled when he left Hawaii. The former intelligence contractor told Britain's Guardian newspaper that his motivation was not personal gain. In a conversation with reporters Glenn Greenwald and Laura Poitras, Snowden said he wanted to protect the basic liberties of people around the world. He added that if he had wanted to profit from all the sensitive data he had access to, he could have blown the cover on the full roster of people working in the U.S. intelligence community. If I had just wanted to harm the U.S., you know, that you could shut down the, the surveillance system in an afternoon. Um, but that's not my intention. And I, I think for anyone um, making that argument, they need to think if they were in my position uh, and, and, you know, you live a privileged life, you, you're living in Hawaii in, in paradise and making a ton of money. What would it take to make you leave everything behind? So whistleblower or traitor? The question also gets raised when speaking of Bradley Manning. The world's Arun Roth has been covering the court-martial of Bradley Manning, and he joins us now. So Manning and Snowden, what strikes you about the two of them, Arun? Give us the similarities and contrasts. Well, both of them clearly consider themselves to be whistleblowers. It's amazing how we've already come to the Bradley Manning debate with Snowden already, the whistleblower or traitor argument. Uh, And both of them wanted to see accountability. Bradley Manning for what was going on in the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, and Snowden with what he considered to be a really intrusive government surveillance apparatus that he thought should get out there. Both of them wanted these facts to get out there and, and basically to trigger a debate in the wider society about it. And what about the nature of the actual information they both leaked, uh, Manning and Snowden? What do you think it shows? It's interesting. Snowden himself actually draws a distinction with Manning. He says Manning, he did consider him a whistleblower, but he points out that Snowden actually was more discriminating in how he chose to release information. With Bradley Manning, uh, as we know, especially with the State Department cables, which there were hundreds of thousands of them, the critique of him is that, well, he released too much. He was not discriminating. Snowden, in fact, was very particular. And even though the documents in which he was releasing are more sensitive, these are top secret documents, Marco. The ones that Bradley Manning released were not that level of sensitivity. Snowden was very sensitive about releasing just what he thought was necessary, not to damage U.S. security, but to let people know about these programs that were going on. And just remind us, what has uh, Edward Snowden actually released? What has he leaked? Uh, the big one would be, say, this PRISM program that we've heard about. This is a uh, monitoring of uh, phone records, not actual phone conversations, but the metadata, everything that we know about when the calls are made, who they are made to, all sorts of other information about that. A massive data harvesting operation. So as someone who set out with the idea of leaking information, what mistakes did Bradley Manning make, do you think? And do you feel that Edward Snowden, I mean, we don't have much to go on except this interview in the uh, Guardian article, learned from uh, Manning's mistakes? Yeah, it feels like they couldn't be more different in that respect. Bradley Manning, you almost wonder if he even really had a plan, uh, what he was going to do if he got caught, when he got caught, what exactly was his end game? Uh, with Snowden, we know actually he's giving these interviews from Hong Kong. He, he's probably going to face the music at some point, one way or another. But he was, again, more deliberative about what he leaked and seems to have had a plan about what was going to happen when the information came out and chose to expose himself, whereas Bradley Manning was exposed by a hacker who he talked to. 
So Manning enlisted in the Army, posted to Iraq, which is where his troubles began uh, when he downloaded and distributed the classified cables to WikiLeaks. Manning, we know, was disillusioned by the Iraq War and the U.S. involvement in it. That seems to be his aha moment. Do you have a sense of uh, what the aha moment was for Edward Snowden in this post-9-11 world? What we've heard in the interviews from him is that he says there was not a particular aha moment. It it was more of a cumulative process as as these details built up over time with him. And like you said, with with Manning, it was the the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. With Snowden, it appears to be this apparatus, this vast intelligence data-gathering apparatus, which he thinks was something that should be debated, that people should know about in America. So both Manning and Snowden, it's noteworthy, uh, in their 20s when they provided these leaks, uh, they're young and I guess in the grand organization of intelligence, fairly low level. What do you think that tells us? It's really almost shocking. We heard in detail last week at Bradley Manning's court-martial about what sounded like very lax security uh, in the area where he was had access to these documents. Snowden, again, he's a contractor. He's not even employed directly by the U.S. government, had access to top-secret documents. You, you, you wonder, uh, we found out, obviously, with Bradley Manning, there are tens of thousands of people with access to these documents. You wonder how the government is actually managing to keep these secrets with so many people who have access to them and so many people at a low level. It's remarkable. The world's Arun Roth. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, Marco.